Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello. I'm your host, Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you. Learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. And if you're a returning person, thank you again for your time and your ears. Now, if you love this episode, there's a few ways that you can show your support, whether that is leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform, sending me a message directly, giving me some feedback on it, sharing it with a friend or a family member who you think will resonate with this episode or sharing it to your Instagram story and tagging me in it. I would love and appreciate every single piece I get from you guys. So let's jump in. Today's episode is five steps to eating more without all hell breaking loose. And before I forget, at the end of this episode, I'll actually give you two options, one free and one paid that will marry up nicely with what we've spoken about in today's episode. And it's going to support you in increasing your calories and helping you to achieve your strength and physique goals. But stick around for that at the end. Now, if you've clicked onto this episode, obviously you're wanting to try and eat more, but you're fucking scared, right? We understand and we're learning more and more about the importance of nutrition and how it goes hand in hand with wanting to grow some nice lean muscle mass. It goes along with any sort of body composition goals that you've got, um, especially if you've got a strength goal as well, obviously fueling your training. We know how important this is. We see so much about it now, you know, being at, at least maintenance to work in conjunction with your training. If you're wanting to put on a serious amount of muscle mass, you know, that requires a surplus. We know these things. We're starting to see it more and more, but it's scary. Like if you're someone that hasn't done this before, it can be intimidating. Maybe you're someone that has been a constant yo-yo dieter and all you know is calorie deficit and eating smaller and smaller amounts. It's scary because maybe you have a fear of gaining weight if you try and eat more, that you're going to undo all of your hard work in the gym. Maybe you actually aren't sure how much to eat or if you are brave and you do eat more, give it a go and end up eating too much and putting on body fat. Maybe you're worried that you'll feel uncomfortable physically or or mentally just getting your head around eating more food and, and, and it being okay. Maybe there's fear around the scales going up or just overall terrified that you're going to fuck it up and it's going to go horribly wrong. Hence the all hell breaking loose. Maybe you're getting some really shitty side effects as well too, like constantly thinking about food, always being hungry, just the anxiety or the chokehold that food has on your life at the moment. You know, the constant uncomfortable state you're in trying to eat little and littler and littler and less and less and less. And you're at that point, you're like, fuck, I'm over this and I know it's time to try. What if I told you that the lack of food is actually the reason you're not getting the strength, the muscle growth and the overall physique that you're chasing? Okay, that poor energy, that low mood, that constant hunger, all of these things are feeding into your lack of results right now. And the reason I can speak so well on this is because I feel it deep down inside of me. Okay, because this was me too. And what I'm trying to say is like, I get it. I understand it. 
And all I can say is I wish I did this shit sooner. I wish I did what is inside of this episode a lot earlier and not stay in that crap time for longer than I needed to be. I'm here to show you that there is another way you can do it. And I promise you that there are strength and physique goals and lots of yummy food waiting to be eaten on the other side of this. So what I did is inside of this episode. So let's just jump straight in. So we want to start by saying that this is not a like a, a jump in the deep end, just do it, go for it. I'm going to change your mindset about it. This is going to be pretty practical, step-by-step way that you can get into eating more calories and, and build up to whatever amount that you want to eat at, whether that's a maintenance or a surplus, because I know it's scary. And just by throwing you in the deep end, I can almost guarantee that it's probably going to scare the shit out of you and you're going to run for shelter. So I know that's how it was for me. So I'm going to give you a step-by-step way on how we can do this slowly. You can do it at your own pace. You can pick and choose what you want to do with this and go from there. So starting at the top, number one, we're just going to simply monitor your intake for now. And this doesn't have to be tracking macros. People think like managing your intake or tracking your food straight away. We think tracking macros, but it can be a food diary, whether that be written and you're just simply writing down the foods and the quantities you're having. It could be a food diary that's photos. So literally just taking photos of everything you're eating throughout the day, or it can be tracking macros. For this process to be like super informative or incredibly accurate, I think tracking is the best option. And it will take out any sort of uncertainty you have around how much you're eating and how much it's adding up to because we're looking at the literal numbers, okay? But I get that for some people that might be a little bit too much, okay? What I want you to do here is simply just be aware of what you're currently having because sometimes when we're scared about eating more, we actually think we're eating a lot already. It's not the fact that we know we're eating a small amount. We probably think we're eating at maintenance, okay? So what the goal is here is literally just awareness and being accountable and having some sort of measure around our food because what gets measured can be managed, okay? And that's something that you're going to take forward for a long time. What gets measured can be managed. And that's not just in relation to food. That's in relation to a lot of your data tracking in your journey. So we could also apply that to training, like tracking your training numbers. And we know we can measure our total volume. And if we're progressively overloading, like things that get measured can be managed moving forward, okay? And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to manage or increase your food intake over time. So for step one, literally do whatever feels comfortable for you, whatever you want to do, whether it's the written diary, the photo diary, or tracking macros. And I'd recommend doing this for maybe a week, two weeks, as long as you need just to kind of get a clear picture of what it is that you're having. Because I know for some of us, it's like maybe your Monday to Friday looks very different to your weekend. I want you to have like a clear snapshot of what your average intake is across, you know, at least a few days, if not a week, if not a couple of weeks. All right, step two, we're going to work out what your maintenance calories are. So your maintenance calories or your TDEE is an amount that is what your body requires just to stay where it is. So maintain what your current body weight is. What I want you to do here is not jump straight to that amount. Literally just get comfortable with the idea of this is where you're going to next. This is the an amount that you could be eating right now and still maintain your current body weight. All right. There's plenty of free calculators online or you can um, DM me on Instagram and I'll do it with you. But I want you to notice how different this amount is from what you're currently eating. 
Like I said, you don't need to jump straight in and do this automatically and go straight to maintenance unless you feel comfortable with with that. Like totally go for it if you can, I'd, I'd encourage it, but I know it is a little bit of a scary thing to do. But what I said before about just noticing how different it is from where you're at, you could be eating this amount of food and maintain where you are. Read this and understand this as being like, shit will not hit the fan at this point. Eating this amount does not mean that you're suddenly going to gain all of this weight. In fact, eating an adequate amount while you're strength training, a lot of my clients actually see a body recomp effect at this point. It's crazy to see, and I've got plenty that I can show you if you're ever interested in how this would work for you. You can change your body composition. So notice up until this point, I was saying you'll maintain your body weight, literally your body weight, not your body fat or any of that sort of stuff. It's like the, the number that's on the scale right now. Because what can happen inside of this, and it does for my clients, is we start to see a shift in their composition, meaning their muscle mass starts to go up and their body fat comes down. I could do a whole podcast episode on why that actually happens. And if that interests you, absolutely send me a DM and I'll do it. But for a few reasons and a very quick snapshot summary as to why that happens, it's like once you have a sufficient amount of food coming in, you're more likely to naturally increase your energy output. You're naturally going to want to train harder and have the ability to train harder as well. So you can imagine once you get more food in your system and you're training harder, your body's going to respond really well to that. You're going to put on some nice muscle tissue you know and then obviously training harder your output's going to be more we tend to see that recomp that body fat come down as well like there's a few things that go into this which is a really cool thing to see but getting back to step two literally just work out what your maintenance is for now get comfortable with the idea understand that that's where you could be and if you want to by all means jump straight into it but at least just notice that that's what it could be maybe even if you want to have a play with the food that you were tracking previously it's like okay so how much could I change these portions to meet it or how many other snacks could I be adding in and be hitting the maintenance and just kind of again awareness is going to be amazing here step two might not take you as long as step one maybe this is something that you literally look at and go all right I'm going to do it I'm going to be brave I'm going to jump in this might be a five ten minute exercise for you or it might be something that you need to ease into and I'm going to move straight into step three because that's literally what step three is it's starting to eat more okay and if you tracked with a food diary you can either just increase the portions of the food you're already having add an extra one to snacks in your day swap a couple of the foods in and out for more calorie dense options just manipulate the foods that you're already having like I said at the start you know what gets monitored what gets uh, managed, right? So if we can measure and monitor how much we're having in, we can then manage it and increase it. So looking at your food diary, it's like, okay, so maybe I was only having uh, half a cup of oats here. Maybe I'll bump that up to a full cup. Or maybe I'm going to swap out my English muffins for bagels instead. So you can see that we're just making a couple of swaps there. One of them was a portion approach and the other was a more calorie dense swap. Or maybe you're only having the the breakfast, lunch, dinner at the moment. It's like, okay, I'm going to chuck in an afternoon snack as well. All right. So if you're having a food diary, that's a perfect way to do it. And if you're someone that went down the tracking calories or the tracking macros option, we have a few more literal numbers. The first thing I want you to do is actually make sure your protein is where it needs to be. So when you worked out your maintenance calories and uh, amounts, hopefully you looked at some uh, macro splits as well. With protein, we want it to be around 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. 
So if you went down the tracking calorie macro route, have a look at what your protein was coming to. And what I would be doing is that's like your first win on the board is making sure that your protein is where it needs to be. Okay. Now, Increasing your food if you do go up to that maintenance amount, like an absolute A plus would be, you know, 150, 200 calories on either side of your maintenance. I would be like fucking over the moon happy for you. That's an amazing accomplishment. With the protein, it is the most important macro out of all of them. I wouldn't be too concerned about where your fats and your carbs land initially, just getting you to consume enough calories in total and hitting a sufficient amount of protein. They're probably the two most important things, like fats and carbs we can swing based on your preference, um, which is how I do it with a lot of my clients. As long as you're not bottoming your fats out, as long as you're not eating next to none, same as your carbs, as long as you're not bottoming them out, then that's okay. Do what feels comfortable for you. The fact that you're eating more is great. And like I said, I'd be more concerned about you eating enough calories and getting enough protein in first and foremost. I keep stressing the protein component because a lot of you that I um, talk with on Instagram and a lot of my clients that come to me do have some sort of strength or body composition goal. And that's where protein is obviously going to be really important. Women who strength train, women who have body composition uh, goals, protein is important. So that's why I keep saying, let's look at your, your calorie total and your protein and then flex your fats and your carbohydrates. But like I said, the fact that you're eating more at all is an amazing part. All right, moving into step four, I know we've started to talk about eating more, and this is obviously the part where we feel like it's going to hit the fan, all right? This is the part where it starts to feel a little bit uneasy. Maybe the first few days are okay, but then your water starts getting a bit murky. Maybe you start overthinking it. So step four is all about this feeling of being overwhelmed because it's all great in theory, you know, but it doesn't mean that it's not scary. It's easy for me to sit here and be like, work out your maintenance calories and do this and do that and then just eat the food. But, you know, there's a person on the other side of that. You're a human, you have feelings, you have emotions, all that sort of thing. So I'm going to give you a little bit more of the mindset hacks around how you can approach this to make it feel less overwhelming for you because we can make this change a gradual one and we're going to try and make it feel a little bit more manageable when you start to stress out about the increase or if you do start to see the scales waver a little bit, okay? If it feels like a big jump in food for you to start consuming, let's just break it down to smaller steps. Like I said, you don't need to go straight to maintenance calories if that feels overwhelming for you, okay? Let's say that there's, you know, a 600 calorie difference from where you are to where you could be at maintenance. Here's a few things that you could do. Focus on hitting your protein target first. Like I said before, this is important for your strength and for your physique goals, plus a million other benefits. Your body requires protein for a lot of things. So first and foremost, maybe just that's your first bite-sized target that we want to work on is getting enough protein in. Your other option could be, like I said before, maybe you've got a 600 calorie difference. Why don't you just focus on increasing by 100 calories per week? Okay. That could be, you know, an extra snack. That could be increasing a portion of one thing. That could be swapping out one thing that's more calorie dense. Okay. Something that feels manageable for you. 100, 150 calories per week over the course of six weeks, you boom, you're going to be where we want you to be. Okay. Maybe instead of doing this every single day, why don't you just focus on doing it every second day? If that feels like a less of a stretch for you right now. Okay. What I don't want you to do in this situation, though, is I don't want this to be a yo-yo diet. 
I'm not saying do it every second day so that on the opposite day you can fucking restrict and make up for the food that you were eating on those higher days. That's not what I want us to fall into a trap of here. I want you to be able to extend yourself every second day by increasing your food and then just coming back to what feels comfortable for you right now. Okay, because hopefully that repeated exposure at more food will become less and less scary. And eventually you're going to be able to do that every single day instead. Okay, so if you're going to try this approach of like every second day or whatever, please don't go into the the mindset of, okay, that means on the other days I've got more control of my food again and I'm going to bring it down even further. Not what we're aiming for here. Don't try and like exercise more on your higher days or any of that sort of stuff. Okay. The other one I want you to do, and this is if you are jumping all in, do it 100% for like one or two weeks, okay? And if you're going to do this, give yourself full permission that you can stop after that if it feels like the world is going to end. If it feels too much, like by all means, hand on heart, give yourself that full permission. But just set yourself this, you know, shorter acute goal of, I'm just going to put my faith and my trust in this. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to give this a go and I'm going to put my food up for one to two weeks. Put it this way. You're not going to do that much damage in one to two weeks, even if it was like you were eating an insane amount. Okay. You're only eating at maintenance anyway. Like it's going to be okay. But if it feels like things might go south for you, give yourself that one to two week goal and be like, all right, I'm just going to do it for this acute period of time. I'm going to see how it goes. And if at the end of this week, you know, it is really hard for me, I'm going to take a break from it. I'm going to tell you now the world won't end, but hopefully in that one to two week, you will learn and and start to see the benefits and feel the benefits of eating more. I would hope that like your mood um, lifts because you've got more energy, you know, you're less, um, what's the word, like snappy at people. Uh, you're a little bit more positive. Maybe you've got a little bit more skip in your step. You're sleeping better. I can imagine that your training is probably going to improve. All of these sorts of things. Like you're going to start to be consuming more food, which means you're not going to be fucking hungry all the time. Like all of these benefits, some of which you probably won't expect. Um, and that's a good thing, right? All of these things are going to come over that one to two week. And hopefully you'll learn through that time how much better it is consuming more food. Okay, so that's the the last one that I'm going to give you for this tip is like just do it for a short period of time. Promise yourself that if things are really impossible after the one to two weeks that you're going to stop. Maybe it's three weeks, maybe it's four weeks, whatever you want to choose. Just give yourself full permission that you're going to give it your best go. And if you can't, you're going to stop after that. All right, step five, lucky last. This one is, you know, going to seal the deal for you if you're somebody that's really struggling with this. And this is pretty much what I did. Fucking ask for help. (laughs) Okay. I tried several times trying to increase my food on my own, but it did feel quite overwhelming for me. And like I second guessed my abilities and all this sort of stuff. So what I actually did at that time was reached out and asked for help. Okay. It does feel like you're drowning in quicksand the first time you do it. Or like, if you feel like it's just getting all too overwhelming, just remember, like, I get it. I was there too. And this is the point where I'm going to be like, you've given it your best go if it feels really hard or if you need some extra support or even if you just need the accountability to like stick to eating more so that you don't go back to your old ways then yeah definitely definitely reach out to somebody for support okay 
I knew I was ready to eat more too, but I doubted myself and, you know, what if I was different, all those sorts of things. So putting my confidence into a coach just to, you know, set the food for me, to be able to check in every week. And, you know, that's how I successfully increase my food without losing my goddamn mind. Sometimes it's nice to put almost like put the stress or the pressure on someone else's shoulder and then you just have to do the work, okay? You just have to eat the food and reach out for reassurance when you need it, but it's kind of like all the pressure's off you to get it right when someone who's got more experience, some credentials, they've got the expertise, they're going to be able to, you know, tell you how to go about it. They're going to give you that support when you need it. So reaching out for help is definitely the last one that I would say will fast track all of this. Like if you don't want to have to go through this alone and you just want to jump in and get this done, then reaching out for help will probably fast track this process. This might take you like a few goes to try and increase your food. It might feel hard. It might feel like you're going through the rinse cycle a few times. So if you want to just get in and get it done and get it right the first time, then reaching out for help is absolutely something that is going to support you in this journey and in this new chapter of you, hopefully. So on that note, I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to give you the two options that I said at the start around supporting you in this journey. The first one being the free one. I have a free guide called five steps to eating more without all hell breaking loose. Isn't that funny? It's literally the name of this podcast and it was the inspiration for this podcast. I wanted to expand on what's inside of this guide. It is a simple to follow guide you can apply and it's going to ease you into eating more, but it's literally the condensed version and the point by points of what I've spoken about inside of this podcast so that you can have it on hand and refer back to everything that I've spoken on in this podcast. So it obviously gives like those individual options and troubleshooting ways that you can manage moving into the idea of eating more so that you'll be confidently eating more and supporting your ultimate gym baddie strength and physique goals in no time. Okay. So it's all laid out there for you into the sections that I've spoken about, but you can refer back to it at any time and it is available right now. So I will link you the guide in my show notes here so that you can download it straight away or jump over to my Instagram and hit the link in the bio. You'll be able to access that way as well. Now, the second option I was going to give you is my one-to-one online coaching program, Operation Ignite. This is igniting the fire in women to finally get off the hamster wheel of no success, feel strong, reshape their curves, make nutrition a no-brainer, turn faking it to authentic confidence and become a woman you're proud of. So inside of Operation Ignite, like I said before, I have women go through this process. We work on increasing their calories, getting them to a maintenance amount. And starting to reap the benefits of eating more, whether that is, you know, physically, they feel better eating more food, mentally, they're clearer and they're thinking clearer and not being consumed by thinking about food all day or because of their strength and physique goals, those literal goals that they're working towards will obviously benefit from the food as well. So if this is you and you're ready to join the Operation Ignite team, the link for the coaching application is inside of the show notes or send me an Instagram message and we can have a little bit more of a chat together about whether this is right for you. That is it. That is it from me for another week of the Fit Shit Chat podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. I'd love to hear from you. And until I talk to you next time, have an incredible week. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore Coach Danica or fitchitchat.podcast. And let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.